0: afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the American Age podcast. This is your host, C. Travis Webb, editor of the American Age, and I am speaking to you from unseasonably warm,
1: even for Southern California, uh, SoCal. Hi, this is Stephen G. Fullwood, and I am the co-founder of the Nomadic Archivist Project, and I am coming to
2: you from Harlem, USA. And I am Seth Rodney. I'm a senior editor at Hyperallergic. And I'm coming to you from the South Bronx, and I approve this message. <laughs> um, so
0: we're on to we we um, uh, oh, after our little speed bump of a check-in on uh, the 2020 presidential election. We're talking about communities uh, this week and the next few weeks. Uh, so, you know, what communities do we belong to? Uh, what communities do we admire? What communities do we abhor? What do we mm-hmm. think of communities? What do they do to us? So, we'll take the conversation in a lot of different directions. As mm-hmm. we typically do today, is just kind of be a, a lay of the land, sort of, sort of introduction. We'll kind of free for all around that topic. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen,
2: Seth, communities. Communities. So, uh, Which ones do we belong to? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Let's, let, we can start there, I guess. Uh, I be, I'm, one of the first things that occurred to me is the obvious one, which is I'm a black man, so I belong to the community of men
1: mm-hmm. and
2: people who are considered black, and that's a political designation mostly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm also Jamaican, so my ethnic community, my, my geographic community, the place is, is the place where I was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, or that's one of the ways in which I understand myself in the world. I'm Jamaican. I'm also very, very, very much in a particular kind of educational community. Is that right now? Intellectual, intellectual community. Yeah, intellectual yeah, community. Intellectual community, community yeah. Which I suppose has, exists at the intersection of art and mm-hmm. academia. mm -hmm, mm And I'm I'm very much part of the art scene in New York. The local community of artists, curators, writers, Mm -hmm. and the people who love and admire them and support them. Oh, collectors! I should I should include Mm -hmm. as well by name. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are the? Oh, I'm part of a a local community. Although this might be the tricky one for me. I'm not really like I don't participate very much in things that happen in Mott Haven which is the okay. record where where I live in the South Bronx. My my community is Mott Haven and I looked this up the other day. It is at least according to this particular YouTube video one of the 10 worst neighborhoods in New York City. I yeah. Um, okay, but is
0: there anything about this YouTube video that would be authoritative? Like, why? right good
2: point. That's the proper question to ask. Mm-hmm. No, there's no indication. No. I mean, it, it, it could be just one guy's opinion. He, I think he has a series of videos where he, he evaluates uh, neighborhoods and cities uh, in the U.S. But to be fair, when he, the video started, I paused it for a second and I thought... To myself, okay, let me guess where Mott Haven, because I know South Bronx is going to be on this list. Right. Mm-hmm. Let me guess where it is. And I was mm-hmm. like, I said to myself, that's ah, probably five or six. Mm-hmm. It was number five. Oh, So you that, were a source for this video. <laughs> <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> kind of. I mean, I've lived around different places in New York, up the West Side. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been, all, you've been around a lot of places. It's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sunset Park. Um, the ones that are the worst are no surprise Brownsville- mm-hmm, bedsty yes. bedsty, which is becoming very gentrified, but still, and there were a couple others that anyway, I don't feel very much part of my neighborhood, and I think that ever since I moved here, I've been actually rather conscientious about not being part of the neighborhood mm-hmm. um that is, I don't hang out here i don't I've gone to eat at a restaurant that's maybe. 12 minutes walk uh, with my friend Len a few times and then the last time was probably like a year ago and then I realized I really don't like this place. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that place I should say. I have gone to see art here and I, and there are a bunch of artist studios that exist you know, like a, just a few minutes walk from me and I've gone to them a few times. but for the most other than that, I just don't do stuff in mm-hmm, this neighborhood. Mm-hmm except um, work and sleep.
0: Yeah, well, so this is I definitely will set up, I think, an episode that we should talk about, not Mott Haven, but do, does your willing or unwilling participation in a community mean that you have to be a member of it? So,
1: yes. um, mm-hmm. you
0: know, I, mean, I you know, I this think there's some pretty interesting implications for that if we concede that, you know, so like you live in this neighborhood and so I guess, you know, geographically zip code, you're mm-hmm. a part of that community. But no part of you identifies with the community. You don't, as you said, really live in the community other than sleeping there, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I guess I suppose grocery shopping uh, maybe as well, that kind of thing. Laundry. Right? Um, mm-hmm. And then if we extend that, you know, to other sort of less specific uh, geographic communities, political or sociological communities mm-hmm. um, there seems to be some a less freedom around your ability to say that you belong or don't belong to that community so you can in your you can opt to not be a member of Mothaven. You can't really in America opt to not be a black man. This is true, um, and so this is true. You, you, I mean, I mean, there's a there's an interesting so th- there's an interesting commentary about contemporary society in which you can disavow something that is far more concrete and existentially true literally where you live you can say you are not a member of that and the and the culture creates a space for you to do that right you can disappear into books you can do all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. but not not the bullshit one not the not real one right right? the not real one you don't get to go
1: anywhere right without i mean you have to carry that one with you uh um, i have a funny well let's just say rachel dole dozel and let's just talk a little I bit about her later her. Yeah. let's talk yeah. about that later because no, no, i think can, that's no, a good
2: point i
0: do think it i think it's a good podcast on its own but i think mm-hmm. I, I think there's something there to unpack and mm-hmm. i know dozel did, did that but look at what our i i think you could in a, with a straight face say I am not a member of the Mott Haven community. And in most social circles, that that comment would pass uh, without serious uh, critique. Not the other, though. You couldn't actually I mean, the. I mean, we reacted, uh, you know, very strongly to Dozel as a as as a culture. The, the white community and the black community did popular commu- uh, I mean, popular culture as well. So anyway, basically, I don't
2: know. Right. Basically, they said that she was crazy. Um, that that but was because she, she, she is crazy, oh, okay, right. <laughs> but she's not
1: crazy for the reasons people think she's crazy, and that's why I think it deserves okay. its own podcast because it leads okay. into Fair other enough. ways in which people have been transracial over the years as a way right. of protecting themselves, as a right. way of doing other things. So let's talk. I think that's a great that'll be a great podcast. Okay, right, yeah. but, but
2: but but to Travis's point, it's not like I can stand up anywhere in, in this country or another and say I'm no longer black. I renounce my membership. What you I can, give it up. But what you I'm, can do is, depending
1: man. on the class of people you are around and the kinds mm-hmm. of racial politics they have, you can disavow a certain kind of black politic. Do you know what I mean? And black, so, a certain kind of black politics, but
2: I but, can't. But I can't disavow. Being but not the nine
0: one one call, not the like move out of that, not, not the like don't nap in the
2: dorm room right, call, kind of like thing. Right, you, like exactly. it
0: doesn't.
1: Right. Th- I, I'm going to pull up that about- thread for a while. So <laughs> let me just because okay. 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 there's been too many instances where I think it's really interesting to think about what the larger culture feels about you versus the way you feel about you, and so I think it gets at the heart of what some the notion of community means for some people. But um, but I want to hear what Travis has to say about the communities that he's a part of, that he feels yeah. he's a part of, okay. both chosen and okay. born into.
2: Right. Okay. Okay. okay.
1: So, okay, communities
0: that I am a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, I am... So I, I should preface this by saying I do not... Strongly identify with communities in general. Okay, I'm not saying I don't belong to them. I'm not saying I, I'm. I'm not saying that mm-hmm. that I I float above them or am not you know bound by their mores. But I definitely don't think about them in concrete terms. Maybe I do subconsciously. Okay. Um, So I am a peripheral member of the academic community. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I still go to conferences. I still present papers. I'm I'm working on another academic essay uh, right now. Okay. Um, So, but, you know, I don't. The, the main markers of that community, either having or pursuing a tenure-track job mm-hmm. or identifying myself by my lack of a tenure-track job. I mean, these are really uh, strong uh, markers for your position in that community. Um, I just don't engage with. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm not pursuing a tenure-track job. Um, I don't want a tenure-track job. Um, I don't want to do the things that are necessary to get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm not saying I could just go out and get one. They're incredibly, you know, it's like hunting, you know, a gazelle with a knife kind of thing. Uh-huh. And it's not an, not an easy thing to do. Oh, so mm-hmm. um, so the, I, I would belong to that community. Um, I would more strongly identify with uh, kind of a trans-historical community of intellectuals. Um, mm-hmm. I I consider... Uh, And so I'm going to qualify this and say that I know this sounds really pretentious. You I always qualify
2: the shit out
0: of everything. Yeah, we're no, gonna because, think
2: what we think. Because, but I, I, I appreciate your framing because
1: then it gives me it's yeah. like where do I go around the circle? Where do I go in? You know, so I'm good. I'm good.
0: No, that's right. That is right. It's it's like it's like my aikido defense or something like that.
2: Right. right? Exactly. So, I didn't see it as a defense. I see it as a frame. It's like sometimes you know you know you this see is, it as
0: a. I, I'm sorry, Stephen. It was Crosstalk. I didn't hear you. You said not as a defense, but what was the, As like, a frame,
1: because... As a frame, ah, okay. But okay. also <laughs> sometimes it feels like invisible ink becoming visible <laughs> when you're talking, <laughs> because then you're saying, this is the way you should <laughs> okay. view it. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. no, but that's great. And then I'll figure it out, you know, so yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead. So,
0: mm-hmm. uh, um, Stoics, um, philosophers, uh, writers, artists, people who um, have been amazed and terrified, uh, and articulate about being alive. Um, I, okay. I, I, I identify with that community of people, um, who I think to a man and to a woman don't ever really feel like they fully fit in with the people around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm.
2: uh
0: um, and, and maybe shouldn't actually feel like they fit in. You know, mm. that's probably a different, uh, uh, commentary. I suppose I am part of a, Economic middle class aspirational community, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we, I run a small business, and my aspiration is for that small business to become a big business, and to have capital at my disposal to mm. champion projects and things that I believe in. Mm-hmm. So, I think that pretty firmly, you know, puts me in a in the bourgeois, you know, class. Is if if you're looking at it from a Marxist point of view, and, mm-hmm. and my commitment to material culture and and building a material culture uh i mean what what i'm trying to think like sort of what i mean i guess Mm -hmm. extended family i don't know if that really counts as a community though because Mm. those are relations so i don't know if that would technically qualify
1: i thought about it i think it does i think okay yeah i think so for the very reason you know your family is a community who supports you who do you identify with Mm -hmm. Um, What kind of role do you play in that community? So I thought I was having the same issue around family as well. Or not same issue, but just some questions about it. But I think it does.
0: Yeah. Okay. So if we're saying that qualifies, then obviously my, my extended family, mm-hmm. um my my immediate and extended family. But for me, extended family is something different than I think for you, Stephen. So my extended family doesn't extend very far. Okay. I, mean, I do I do have an extended family in Germany and then I have relatives in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, whom I, I love and, you know, I wish well, but don't have regular or consistent contact with. Mm-hmm. Don't even necessarily know what the latest in their lives is mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm.
2: do you consider your in laws as part of that community? I do, mm-hmm.
0: I okay. do, I do, and and that's a that's a difficult that's a challenge um, mm-hmm. and a practice for me, like something that mm-hmm. I actively engage with and work on. Um, and Steph is smiling. Uh, Steph is smiling because he knows what, uh, what because uh, I said Stephen and Steph at the same time, but
2: because I've had these conversations with you over the years, and I know how your mother in law and father in law are as human beings and have spent some time with them actually and around your wedding specifically. And I know that I know what their politics are like and I know mm-hmm. how how delicate and considerate you are when you are around I mean, there's a lot of emotional and intellectual jujitsu, frankly, you need to do. <laughs> Around yeah, them and, when you, repre- and when, you, when you represent your experience with them to us. Okay. And, and I imagine to other people. So, yeah. So here's a
0: great, this is actually, a, I think you've, you, you touched on something really uh, poignant for me. Um, mm-hmm. And this is a great example of where I would willingly feel constrained by that community. Um, I would guard what I would say in this format about them, which is what I suspect belonging to a community means, part of what that means. Mm -hmm. I would not guard what I would say to the both of you in private. If we were off the air and this is us over breakfast or drinks, I would have very different things to say than I would have to say in public. So in that way, I very much... W- do feel like a member of that and I suspect that that's what part of being a community part of what being a community is that yeah. there are levels Absolutely. of disclosure that yes. I'm willing to make depending on the for- uh, on the format the-, the-, the last thing I'll add and then I want to hear Stevens is I used to very strongly belong to the role playing community when I was a kid when I was in uh, grade school high school that kind of thing I played uh, mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons when I was a kid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was Definitely a certain kind of pariah community, at least where I grew up. I mean,
1: that was we were not the cool kids. So yeah. um, I think you were maybe about but, a decade off in terms of the nerd revolution. You know, with yeah, computers and everything. Yeah, I cool. definitely was. Yeah, now yeah, it's no, like, totally yeah, That's cool. right. Yeah, 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 On oh, one right, level, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay, Stephen, go. So when we, um, I was excited about the idea of identifying communities. First, for, for artistic purposes, but also just for thinking purposes. And um, mm-hmm. so I was thinking about geography. So I'm still a part, I was born in Toledo, Ohio, and I'm still a part of that community. I haven't been there for about, maybe about 20, I mean, about 30 years now. I haven't lived in Toledo mm-hmm. uh, or elsewhere, Atlanta or DC. I'm also part of a familial community. So both my My Carla and Andre, and then my also my blood relations, my sisters, my nieces and nephews, my dad, and extended family. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like I'm also a part of an up south community. And what that means is, you know, the migrations of folks who've come to, to the- Is that a
0: term? Up south? Yeah. mm
1: Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that before. Yeah, huh? and it, and I, I learned it while I was at the Schaumburg, and it really aptly described the sort of um, cultural, the Southern culture that exists in Chicago, Detroit, mm. or in other mm-hmm, parts mm-hmm. of the Midwest, where it's mm-hmm. not just how someone sounds, it's also how they speak to each other, the kind mm-hmm. of ways that they live, the things that they value. And it's interesting mm-hmm. because... I'm not sure if people are still moving from the South to the North and obviously like the Great Migration moments, but they're still Mm -hmm. there. And I didn't know it. My father's Mm -hmm. a part of it and so are a lot of his siblings, as well as folks that I know and care for and still care for. There's just a quality that's very Southern that's become Midwestern or that's part of the Mm -hmm. Midwest. Definitely as a kid, I was um, very involved in the comic community. So mm-hmm. it was not just collecting comics, but it was also, um, you know, trading them and thinking about the characters. It was all that, you know, specialized nerdy kind of community. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel or DC or other like fringier stuff? So it so it was all of it at first, but Marvel stuck. Mm. DC, yeah. I felt like I, li- I, I didn't care for the illustrations as much. I felt like Marvel had it all over them when it Mm -hmm. came to Jack Kirby and Mm -hmm. George Perez and some of these other illustrators that I like so
2: and and the storytelling I think generally was like really
1: I think it was because I think the DC folks were more Olympians they were like a part of that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I remember I I didn't see this until much later Samuel Delaney the uh, sci-fi writer wrote I think three issues of Wonder Woman when she was a feminist in the sixties, nice. <laughs> possibly in nice. sixties or seventies, it might be seventies, but it cracked me up because mm-hmm. she didn't have her outfit. I mean, you know, and when you're reading comics, I'm looking for outfits. I'm not looking for, you know, dresses. <laughs> right, and, right. Like, right, no, right. I need, you know, but I was, I'm but I'm still very attached to um, mythologies, Greek mythologies, mm-hmm. and Roman um, mm-hmm. mythologies. I enjoyed that, so I didn't mind that part of Marvel at all. And then Doctor Strange, oh my God, I need that in my life all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, later, I became part of the literary community in terms of producing work my, of my own as a mm-hmm. freelancer, but also publishing other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, th- the, like the largest community that I can speak of right now, and there are other communities, but I just want to end with this one. And that's the um, archivist community, very, mm-hmm. very invested in memory work, what I call memory work, which sort of is like the banner. Then it comes to archives and oral histories Mm -hmm. and genealogy work. So I like talking with the people who do that kind of work and also to do that work for myself and for my family. So I'm a Mm -hmm. part of those communities. And yeah, Black queer community, absolutely. I was thinking about reading something over the air that that as soon as it came into my head, because I'm sleep deprived, I forgot about, and it was something I was writing about being a part of a community until they tell you you can't do something, and then I want to say "fuck you," I don't want to be part of this community. <laughs> and mm-hmm. at one point, I was writing about the uh, the queer community that wanted to that see each community for me has a set of rules, and then and some of those rules are looser based on where mm-hmm. what station you are in life, right? So if you're in a community, mm-hmm. for example, when Seth, you we were talking about Mod Haven, I was thinking you're a part of that community, but you've But you've chosen, it's a sleeper community for you. It's, you know, you go there, you sleep, Mm. you eat, and you leave. And you go do your other work, right? That's a community that still can um, claim you because you're there. And there are people who look at you all the time. And you look at those people and you walk down those streets and this is where you, for the moment, live. Right? So I think of community in that way and also think about community as in, you know, being... Not a pariah per se, but kind of what you were talking about earlier, Travis, about intentionally you know you're not a part of that you're a part of it, but you're looking you're on the outside of it, and I mm-hmm. actually don't think there's an outside. I think that that it just there's they they're loose borders, the borders are loose because they need people mm-hmm. like you to be able to do, find who they are, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. We're not like that guy over there who I never see outside at the barbecues or the street fairs or at the churches or the places where people identify community and, and maintain and reify community. Do you know what I mean? But you're still a part of that community. And I think... Of yeah.
0: I, I do. I am I am not sure where I stand on the issue of no social space outside of a social space. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, this idea that you... I, I, I might agree with you, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be agreeable. I actually just don't know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where I fully stand. Where where sort of where liberty um, and social belonging, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like like where those two things abut one another, I don't know Mm -hmm. um, if I'm entirely. I, don't know, I, I can't even get out the... I, it's, it's a tough one for me because certainly my intellectual training mm-hmm. and and thinkers and writers that I very much respect would essentially agree with you that you can't really get outside of that space. Well, I wouldn't know what that space um,
1: was like. F- please finish your... I, I wouldn't know what yeah. it's like. So I'm, it's a question mark for me too, but it feels yeah. like it's not so much of a question mark anymore, but I'd want to know more. You know, I want to but, explore it as an idea. But I wonder if
0: in the effort is inside of that verb is already the freedom that you are that we're trying to nominalize that's like uh-huh, maybe the, uh-huh. maybe there isn't that space but maybe the movement itself is something that can't be fully recouped by the social space and defined by the social space okay so space. you're
2: both losing me a little bit so can we <laughs> so can we concretize we're just this? really smart so. So, we're just really so, smart so. What, what, what exactly do y'all mean right
0: now. So, so I'm, I think, well, Steven you go, you can, you can say So I was we thinking, <laughs> um, well, I'll say
1: what I think I mean. I'm not sure if, it, <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. it's a word on the same page, but I think of community as a circle and I don't think anyone exists outside of that circle. I think that the thing that makes that community are the various people that, who play the parts, even though that person or people might feel like they're not a part of that community, they shape that community, you know? So I don't know if there's an outside of a community essentially.
2: what about the people what about the people who are like renunciates or the people who uh have decided that they want to live in caves by themselves? And, well this is the and, crux of... Well, I think that's this is a great else. example
0: but that's something else for me uh, actually actually I know I think actually, Seth no, no, no. has gotten to the heart of kind of what I was okay uh, kind of what I was struggling with okay I, I, that's a I mean please finish I just wanted to affirm
1: oh just a, so, so thank you for saying that because it, 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 because I think of the pariah and I think of the people who live out outside the community that other people consult like seers or or people who are just here and but they know that they're not that right and this is one of the ways mm-hmm. that people are able to reaffirm that they are not something else or that they're part of a community something sort of normalized but that person is like it's almost like i think about orbits around the planet right you know in terms of moons or asteroids or whatever they're they're still a part of that system
2: and the system for me is community. Oh, I see. So they orbit it even though they may not be on the, on the planet itself. Exactly. They, they're, they're in the planet. So, so let me, again, let's be concrete about this. So mm-hmm. would you say that someone who's like, who's homeless and who basically, let's, let's make him male, lives on the train, and, um, or rather lives outside um, mm-hmm. and only comes inside to sort of sleep on the train or in various public um, transportation depots, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like, you consider them still part of the New York community? Absolutely. Even? Okay. Absolutely. I mean, I get that. That does make sense to me. But it, it, I keep, when you, it, during this conversation, the line from um, the Stevie Wonder song keeps coming back to me. And Stevie Wonder didn't invent this. He wasn't the first person to say it, but... Um, I think it's an as. He says, so when you when you say you're in it, but not of it. Yes. And, um, yes. Um,
0: that's – Yeah. That just in might it be – in mm-hmm. To be in it. To be in it. In the world, but not of the world. That's right. Benjamin.
1: That's oh, Walter is that – Right, okay. Yeah, okay. Right. But I, there um, wouldn't that's be funny. A... Stevie
2: Wonder interpreting Walter <laughs> Benjamin. I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, and, I, and I think – uh, That's wrote, so uh, us. What is it uh, –
0: Baudelaire, Flowers of Evil. He said, I mean, he in his in the essay mm-hmm. he writes, say he's talking about modernity. He talks about the same thing. So I guess Baudelaire before Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, so the you, you know the I'm I actually think, Seth, you've concretized conquered concretized Sorry, <laughs> did too many syllables there concretized the the issue that is exactly what i mean mm-hmm. or what i was trying to say as far as like kind of the antipodes the periphery of the community but mm-hmm. where the, the 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 thing that i where again i'm not sure okay i And I I understand Stephen's uh, description of it. Um, And I I think I'm closer with you, Seth, on your not being sure about it because the example I would give is this. So certainly the people in the middle, right, that are actively involved in creating the New York community, being a New Yorker, Mm -hmm. absolutely identify – the homeless people, even if it's the other as part of that community, mm-hmm. right? It sort of mm-hmm. as its boundary, the people that right. have fallen off or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think of the uh, a less uh, well, uh, less popular uh, George Orwell novel, "Keep the Aspidistras Flying," and it's about this guy named Gordon Comstock who um, wants to be a great writer, but he ends up just writing these like ads. And uh, it, in the novel, it it basically describes class in this way. The middle mm. class is the one that is entirely preoccupied with maintaining class structure, but the Absolutely. people that are in that are in the aristocracy, and then the people that are in poverty, don't give a shit. They're just not mm. playing mm. by those sort of bourgeois rules, mm. and so I don't know that for the homeless person or the ultra wealthy, mm. and if we're going to just use social mm. uh, economic positions as opposed to spiritual ones. I don't know that they are a part of the community. I't we want them to like identify that, that like the middle class wants to draw them into the community into our story. but I don't know how much time they spend thinking about anything to do with their social position.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I think that hmm. the, uh, the thing I'm having um... I'm having a hard time either disentangling is that everyone needs a point of reference and that those very things shape those ideas of community. And without them, what would you be or how could you formalize or think about what community is if you weren't, I'm not homeless, he's homeless or appears to be homeless or home insecure or whatever, you know, language you're using around people who are just, you know, the down and out. Um, Right. Do you know, like, I'm trying to think of something a little bit more on the ground rather than planets and asteroids and moons. But, but there's something <laughs> interesting to me about you, who would you think you were if you didn't know you weren't
2: that? Yeah. Uh, you so know? you're saying that even by calling yourself one of the people who are homeless, that you've already identified yourself as being part of a community. Like yeah. The, the, the very, They're the interlocking, um, <laughs> interlocking,
1: what do you call it, conversations around what we think we are.
2: At any okay. given point,
1: so I can go with you I, i'm I'm with you there, like I mean let's mm. use
0: in the homeless example, like I'm the guy without a coat, mm-hmm. right? right, Like my neighbor's got the big coat, right. I want that coat mm-hmm. like right. so i'm part of in in my the coatless <clears throat> in my neighborhood or whatever, yeah you know I'm cold and I don't want to be cold right right so but i don't i mean the the imaginary space that that person. And I and, and 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 I mean imaginary, in sort of the Kantian sense of being a necessary part of having a, an idea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not as an imaginary, as in like whimsical or not real. Right. So, in in that homeless person's imaginary space, in the in in this in the mental space that he occupies, he clearly has a community. But is he anywhere even? I don't think he's on our map. Like, we think he's on our map, but his social world isn't on our map. He's doing and interacting and and having connections and missed opportunities and opportunities that don't even really – Register for us. Yeah. They just don't – they don't show up
2: for us.
1: But but there are – um, caveats. Not, now maybe that's not true. Right. That's what I was this thinking. Is where right. I'm not sure. You might be at a place <laughs> where someone who's homeless, who doesn't appear to be homeless, maybe staying on someone's couch or isn't, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And that they're talking to you about something and you're interacting with them and you don't know their station in life, you know, that hasn't, mm-hmm. but they're homeless, right? But they're still interacting with you. And, And Mm -hmm. then that moment, you're talking about, I don't know, you're talking about some kind of philosopher that you both like and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, this guy's really smart or whatever. But you may not know his station. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I keep thinking that these are not, these are really, really soft borders. They're they're not really hard and fast for me. Mm
2: -hmm. But I also think what we're saying is that. One, someone can be a member of a community and not be recognizable as a member of that particular community. Oh, absolutely. At any given time. So Mm -hmm. you may not know that you're speaking to an atheist or you may not know that Mm -hmm. you're speaking to someone who is a profile. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're also Mm -hmm. saying that I think that just by naming someone as something, that we are sort of recognizing a communal position, or a position in a in a set of relations that we want to call community. Right? So, mm-hmm. just, so if we say that someone is a New Yorker, um, right? We're, 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 it, by naming someone, by naming someone something, we're sort of recognizing that,
1: and we're finding our rich. own positionality to that. Do you know how we see ourselves, right? Whether aspirational or, you know, or I'm not that, you know what I mean? So, yeah.
2: Right, right. And I think we're also saying that communities come into, what one of the ways that we may recognize our own community is when we come into contact with those and others and we recognize their status as other or our our status vis-a-vis them Mm -hmm. as other. So we run into someone who is, let's just be blunt about it. Mm -hmm. Um, We run into someone who I run into someone who is not black and I'm Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, right. That's right. They're not a member of my community. I'm black. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're not.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's a really warped Sesame Street. Like, yeah, just
1: right you're not the person uh, yeah. in my neighborhood. You're exactly. trying to take over in my neighborhood. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. what
2: what you doing Don't here? Call what cops? <laughs> Don't call the cops. What you want? What this you doing isn't a person here? in my
1: neighborhood. You know
2: that kind of thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So we're we're
0: coming up on time. Obviously, we could <laughs> keep going with the conversation. So I mean, it's a fruitful topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, uh, Stephen and Saf Uh, Thank you
1: very much And uh, I'll talk to you guys next week Sounds good
2: Show enough